Yeah, you hear that? Yeah, that's your computer. I'm like, it is. He's like, that's your computer. <laughs> that's not my shit. Can, it, can we curse on this? Um... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We'll just yeah. be ourselves. <laughs> yeah. we be ourselves. Can we keep it 100, as they say? We keep it 101. We're going to do a formal introduction, the Sonic Truth. Today we have Grammy Award winning mix engineer Benjamin Arendelle from Old Mill Recordings. Give it up for my man. Technically, it's Old Mill Road recording, but you know. Is it Old Mill Road? It's real good. Hey, I like that. Yeah, that's the. Now, can you tell us a little bit? That's where you located at. You're in Vermont, is that correct? Yeah, we're in Vermont. And can you give us a little roundabout of the room you're in right now? Um, yeah. So the room that I am, I can't really, I don't know if you can get too much of a show of it, but so this room was, um, was designed by, um, Fran Manzella. It won, we won studio of, uh, tech, tech award studio for studio design in 2020. Can't really, you could see. So we got it. We got the SSL. We got an SSL duality, Pro Tools HD, um, Small on the on the, the the gear side, not so much. That's where I'm trying to build build gear with Chris, you know, with some new additions. <laughs> but plenty of plugins, you know. Um, 48 in, what did I say? 48 input SSL. Um, right now, I I can expand. Uh, I've got a 32 IO um, with another 16 uh, or eight for um, uh, uh, links for our yep. interfaces. Um, so we got plenty of I.O. Um, and we kind of rock. The main workhorse of the studio, of course, is probably our mic pre's. We have a lunch, uh, the the uh, 500 series, um, the API 500 series lunchbox with a bunch of Neves and split with Neves and APIs, the mic pre's. And that's pretty much how we rock, you know. You got any empty slots in your lunchbox? Um, no, I don't. We need another one. That's, Damn. That's, that's <laughs> part of the dream. Yeah, that's that's what happens when you fill one up. Just get another. Just fill it and just keep adding more. Yeah. What'd you say? Yo, when you get a chance, you got to check out his V1290. His V1290 that he's got for the preamp, bro. Right. Shit, son. Yeah. I'll tell you. And these golden 58s we're using, too. Yeah, we're using these today as well to talk to. Yeah, to so you'll hear it on yeah. the back end. But he was saying, like, you could put the V1290s, like, on your drum bus and even, like, the golden 58 on your stereo bus, bro. And it. Right, ben. right. Boy, we'd be yeah. pumping that. <laughs> We're getting into some <laughs> stuff because I, I was telling Justin, did I, or, or actually, I don't know, did I tell you, Chris, I went, you know, you told me to try a couple of things with the uh, comp and stuff, and I threw it across the drum bus, and it is it is pretty gnarly. It is, it, it's very, very gnarly. But I, I tell yeah. you, man, I can't wait for that piece of gear to get back here because I've already got plenty of uses for it, man. Plenty of uses. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So. it's... It's really a, a staple. It's a must, you know, like to have, you, you don't want to use it all the time, maybe, but like when you use it, it's the right, right tool. Yeah. Like when you right. find that, it's just perfect. The, um, I was going to say, going back to your gear and that I was just on your website, you guys do have a pretty cool, uh, extensive list and, um, are they going to do show, show us your stuff as yeah. well? He's yeah. Do the show us your stuff where you're going to walk around, you know, we'll, Get the footage of the studio, kind of like what we did yesterday. Oh, you can you you want me to give you a little not walk around? Not at the moment. You do that at your own time. 
Yeah. You know, so you can take time to do it with your phone or what oh, have you. We'll have another right, little right, segment. Okay, you asked yeah. me to, to yeah. send that in for you on some separate stuff. I could do that. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah. if you could, now you ran into Chris at NAM a couple years back, I believe. Can you run through that? Because we had all worked together back in 2004, was it? 2005? And wow, do we have some great memories from that time. And we'll get into that later in our conversation, yeah. especially about <laughs> ringing the bell at the bar at three in the morning. Doesn't mean it's closing time. It means it's the round for everybody in the bar, right, Ben? All oh, right. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. ring the bell. Or oh, ring the bell Don't if you want to buy bell. people drinks. It's all good. <laughs> ring the um, bell. No. <laughs> I can't remember who told you to do that. Well, Nobody to told me to do. I, you know Somebody what? I think did. it was my dyslexia when we we went walked up to the bar. It just said yeah. something about the bell and ringing it. Yeah, and Justin was he was sitting on sitting on my left, I think, on my right. Yeah, and I'm just sitting in front, and I just reached over and went. Bing! And then I read it. And then I read the sign. Yes. And my eyes went. I was like, fuck it. Whip I ain't got guard. no money. Act first, read yes, later, right? right? Oh, man. That was great uh, But those were the good times awesome. we had. And we shelled up for a week at um, one of your, our mutual friends, Dave's house. Oh, yeah. In Orlando. Yeah. We stayed in that hotel for a week. Yeah. And, I mean, we were literally in the studio that entire week from, what, 9 a.m. till 9 I yeah. don't and remember we were, us and leaving the studio for that session. I don't I don't think so either, but maybe one or two nights because it was we were ambitious. We're gonna record ten songs and mix ten songs. I, yeah, I remember week. your mom stopping by and dropping on us off some some supplies one some, night. Some goodies. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was good. What uh, studio that was, was that? That was RMP Studios. RMP that used to be owned by Yeah, RMP. Used to be owned by Fight Ren. Fight, right. Remember Fight? Super cool guy, man. Um, but I don't even know if it's a different studio now. Yeah, I think it's Real Feel. Is it yeah, Real Feel? Yeah, we they have a bus comp in that. Yeah, they oh, have they a great do. yeah they have a great staff over there. He doesn't own it yeah. anymore. No, he ended up selling out a few years back. But it's good to know it's still a studio. That's cool. That's dope. Yeah, that is really dope. Like he, yeah, there, it was cool. He had enough stuff. He had the um. Which I also brought too. What was that? That Lynx? Remember that? That the Lynx? The, what's the CD? Aurora. Whatever it is. Like I'm totally. Oh, I'm lost on numbers. Like I couldn't tell you anything. I'm about the same way. Stuff. Acronyms with what model do I have? I have a V10. I don't. It sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> That's always been my thing. But yeah, um, I want to talk a little bit, Ben, if you don't mind, a little bit about your previous history as a mix engineer. Um, early I still am a mix engineer. I still am. Well, I know that. I understand that much. But let's go back some years. Um, when AutoTune was first introduced as almost an effect, rather than for the actual tuning of vocals. Right. And there was a record you mixed uh, by Casey and JoJo called "Crazy." That for anybody who was doing R and B or urban music back in that time. That changed the game, Ben, in terms of producers wanting to add auto-tune to an entire chorus effect rather than just momentarily like in Cher's song. Can you give us a little bit behind how that came about in that session? Um, oh man, I mean, that's... Uh, so how did we do that? So that uh, that's the light, right? So I guess we were doing... 
We were. I remember like Delight saying like he had that song and he was like, just his intent was I want that share sound. I want that. You know what I'm saying? That that. You know, Do you believe that, in love, that, that sound? Love. It was just a sound at that time, you know, and it was just right. known by share, right? You know, it was the That's the right. share effect. <laughs> and, put it yeah. on the map, yeah. yeah. And and so back then, that was before Pro Tools. You actually had to use the Auto Tune box, the rack mount. Mm-hmm. Right, like do you, you guys remember that? There's an actual. I remember oh, those. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah. Box? No, no. <laughs> Anybody? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, the rack. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just I couldn't see, can't see you uh, nodding. But that's yes, kind of what we used. And we had to find somebody who knew, like, who knew how to do it. You know, like I didn't know how to do that stuff. So um, I forget the name of the engine. Oh, Paul Pasco was a guitar player, and he had worked mm-hmm. with. You know, he's a famous guitar player, and and we, you know. He did the guitars on Crazy. And I think... Oh, really? I, I could be mistaken, but he was the one who kind of hooked us up with the guy to give us that sound. And I remember... I, I remember uh, the engineer coming in. Like, he was an engineer who just knew how to use the box with MIDI and, like, you know, basically take the vocals. I can't even... I couldn't even tell you how it worked right now. And I used it before. Damn. I think before on another song, I was telling Justin that I that another producer Who is it, had 702? used it on a 702 record. That's um, right, yeah. Uh, uh, no More, whatever the name of that song was. I'm getting really tired and I'm broken in promises, promises. You know what I'm saying? That's all the And the same yeah, thing, it was that. like you had to know somebody who knew how to do it, you know? Um, I can't, you know, I, it's it's... I got, I, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I'm really trying. I'm trying hard to remember. But hold on a second. Well, it's a long time ago, Ben. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we. Yeah, man. It was, you know. And then I guess afterwards, Delight had we had started using Pro Tools and, um, you know, Pro Tools engineers, and we had done a bunch of work down in Florida also at uh, your guy's studio. Who's the dude that got trans? In Transcon. Yeah, transcon- transcontinental. Yep. Yeah. Who was it? You're talking about the trans transcontinental, transcontinental. studio, the boy band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. are a little low. I, my, my. This is as loud as this cheap computer goes. <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll speak up. <laughs> yeah, we got you. But um, what was I saying? Yeah, we um, we 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 started working with some. We grabbed a couple of well, one or two engineers from down there. Uh, and Delight was had started working and doing all the Pro Tools stuff and that auto-tune stuff, and, you know, it kind of took off from off of there. But I think that was kind of really the last kind of record that Delight and I had used it on. It was like we didn't really go too crazy on too many other records after that, like using the auto-tune right. thing. So. But, I mean, that was a staple, Ben, for so many years. That whole crazy, crazy, thinking about you. I mean... Every producer would always wonder, you know, even when I first started, how we met uh, through Manual back in 99, um, they're even questioning, like, how are they getting that effect? How are they? And it was once the software version of it came out, right. then was, people were able to adapt to that. It and they're like, easy. wow, that's yeah, it. Yeah. It became I mean, convenient. Yeah. What'd you say? Because for the longest, I said it became convenient, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah it was a convenient. It software, you know? Because for the longest time, there was the hardware piece. Yes. And usually, 
it would just collect dust because people didn't know how to hook it up or how to properly use yeah, it. Yeah, man. You were that was like, was a, like the a, literally like a black box. Actually, true story, Jennifer Lopez used to use it live. That's how we found really? exactly. That's how we found out it through Paul Pesco. Paul Pesco was wow. like, that's how Je Jennifer Lopez is using, like she would sing live and there'd be a keyboard player playing the notes, but playing her playing melody, what she's singing live, bro. That's how we found out about it. Unreal. Yeah. That's, that's some behind the curtain stuff that right is. there. <laughs> Son of a gun. I didn't even know that. Yeah, either. I didn't know that either. That's yeah. awesome. So wow. she used to, yeah, they used to use the, the box with her live and, um, and then I think, you know, obviously Cher had picked it up and used it. And it might have been used like one or two other places a couple of times. But it was a box. It was a box in the beginning. Yeah. That nobody that knew it. how to use. In fact, <laughs> the second time that I used it was on that 702 record. And I told her, I was like, yo, it's the box. And um, I forget the, the producer's name, Sean. I forget his name. I'd have to, again, like I said, I'd have to go back and get get you people's names and stuff but his name yeah. was uh sean i forget forget his last name but um he figured out how to use it with the midi i was like it's a midi thing really? and like he got it to work on those lines and we just flew the rest of it you know what i'm saying i was like I yo how'd you do it yeah. it was like he was he was like right i just i, I don't know <laughs> i just it, we just figured it out with the midi vocal audio into the joint or some shit it just and it just worked so hey do you remember you remember having to fly vote how did you fly vocals back in the day because uh, i used to fly vocals through the drum machine yep. mpc and i'd put it <laughs> yeah i put it in the yes. sequence and it would come out and then we would stem out the eight outs individually right but we would sit there yeah is the timing right nope cut it again cut yep. it again yeah that was I mean, the if only you were way smart, you could sequence it you know yeah that's what we did it, it was part of our sequence right. right so every time the hook came in it was there yeah. already yeah. Um, I kind of miss that, but you skill know, hell, it's so much easier to just copy and paste. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that skill set, right? Yeah, I miss that. But so, what are you going on? What do you got going on up in uh, Vermont, my man? Is it snowing? Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> not <it>? right now, <laughs> but generally, yeah. What's in the forecast? Snow. But um, it's it's better when it actually snows because the weather kind of warms up, you know, it gets into the the forty the thirties upper forties and stuff, you know. Yeah. So that's better, um, because uh, you know, other than that, it, the temperature drops. Like a couple of weeks ago, we just had an ice storm up here. It was crazy. It it was the end of the world. You know, it was the end of the world because it didn't just take the power out; it took the internet out, so you couldn't. Oh, oh so everything was. <laughs> you couldn't call That's anybody and it only happened like in my town you know and then the, like one town over so right it, yeah no heat no heat no hot water oh <laughs> no phone no internet no, no internet, internet. No, nothing. No. so I, that's the end of days right there yeah you're no taking it back to the stone age stone wow age, bro. it was <laughs> stone age literal stone age <laughs> unbelievable now, can you can you give us a little bit more? Let's. I want to go back to the Nam when you and Chris linked up and you won the TEC awards for the studio that you're in, Old Mill Road Recordings. And can you give us a little bit of history of that facility? Because I believe it's almost like a small town, a village. Yeah, isn't it, ben? it's a small. So we're in Arlington, Vermont. Arlington, Vermont is um, like a. It's 
it's kind it it's big and it's proper like it's property like you know it's not like the town is humongous but the the town it the 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 town or the vicinity of Arlington is it's, it's fairly large right spread but it's it's very rural um we sit in between the the, the studios in between Bennington Vermont which is a bigger not suburb but you know, town, if you want to call it, mm-hmm. and um, Manchester, Vermont, which is a more posh, rit- ritzy, upscale, a little bit more upscale. Um, and it's cool. It's quite, it's quiet. It's quaint, you know. Um, we got yeah. a small little post office, uh, you know, not too much happening around. But the idea behind the studio is that it's a destination um, studio. So we've got a river running right behind the studio. So it's really tranquil. It's really pretty. Um, it's really serene. It's very pretty in the summertime. It's really pretty even in the wintertime, um, all year round. Um, we did these big windows. I don't know if you can kind of see behind me, but like through the that's the roof. I mean, that's the the window oh, yeah. there and the beyond. That is the live room, and you could see there's a lot of light coming through there. So the idea was to like open the space up. You know what I mean? Like Natural the outside light. is so beautiful and so gorgeous. Like let's just have big windows. Like this this window was. Like kind of my idea I was like, yo, I want a floor to ceiling window. <laughs> and, Absolutely. And, and what's his name's like? Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Yo, and isn't the yeah, river, yeah. isn't the river right outside that window too? Yeah. So on the other side of the, so the studio, you know that that that's the live room right behind us. And on the other side of the window, uh, we've got a a little. We made a little walkway that you can walk from one end of the property all the way up to the other end. I'll, have, I'll send you some pictures and some videos like you want. And then, um, yeah. yeah, you know, on beyond that. But we had to. So it's basically we built a retaining wall for the river. So there's a, a path on the side of the building that's actually a retaining water in the rivers below. Because I forget 2000, whatever, 2013 or 14, it was Katrina or whatever flood. Uh, yeah yeah and it flooded it flooded really bad up here so that was that was a part of the rehab of the building so before we even started construction the building itself needed rehab like list of the floors was lisping and this building is was built in the uh, uh, it's over 200 years old um it was built back in the revolution during the it was like one of the very first buildings you know built you know, in the Americas and, you know, um, wow, the, the, that's really the, neat. Yeah. What the building on the other side of us, man, I'll send you some pictures. We call the mill and it's actually uh-huh. a grist mill. It's the very first grist mill that was commissioned by the king when, uh, Whoa. uh, <laughs> when the settlers had come over here. It's this, this town is, is extreme. So it goes back to the civil war. No, it, I mean, wow, beyond the, it goes back to the revolutionary war. Excuse me. Like Whoa, the son. buildings itself, yeah, I didn't know the, history. the town itself has a lot of a lot of history. So I don't know if you're into uh, the the Revolutionary Wars, but the Tories were the English, and then the uh, the Baker brothers, uh, not the Baker brothers. Uh, God, I miss. I'm, I'm fucking up my history. But anyway, a lot of <laughs> a lot of history, a lot of like Revolutionary War history in the area, and and the buildings themselves. The buildings. This building is is. Uh, what do you call that when you on the commemorated meaning? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's like an antique vehicle. It goes yeah, within a you, certain. It's, you can't change it's a historic it, you know place. It's a historical yeah. building. It's yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's got the plaque on the front and everything. 
um, in St. That's wow, Saint that's cool. So shit. yeah, yes. um, a lot of history in this town and a lot of history in the area. So it just has it has that vibe almost that people want to right. Know, Right. Trying to recreate that vibe that everybody used to have back in all throughout the years of recording. You know, let's go to Memphis, let's go to Detroit, let's go to Vermont. I mean, I've seen the pictures, you know, I mean. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I, I have a feeling the pictures don't even do it justice, though. I don't think so like, either. You can go online and, and see see on their website some pictures, too, and you can just yeah. tell. It's one of those places you, you have to be there. And don't you, know? you have living quarters that yes, your guests can exactly. So the studio is built at build as a um, destination recording studio. So we have artist housing for the artists when they come to stay. Um, the studio has a full shower, full. Um, uh, I showed you before. You know, what I'm saying yeah. uh, 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 full dressing room. You know, we got the mirrors in the in the. I don't know if you've seen it in the in the bathroom, so that you know, because we've done a, a bunch of sessions where people come and they do videos here. You know, yeah. they do videos for the scenery. They, you know, they like they, you know, in in they input the scenery as a part of their video and stuff. And they do in studio videos and stuff. So full dressing room, full shower, um, artist quarters, um, catering. Um, you know, we so we try to like throw the works at it. You know what I mean? It's not just about the gear because the the studio. I mean. I, we when I we put it together we we put it together with just enough gear so that we can build upon it you know yeah but a lot of funding had to go other places also so you know it, it was like give and take kind of you know um, so uh, uh, we we tried to put a lot into like amenities you know what I mean like a, kind of a concierge ser service you know what I mean like. Yeah, like if it were the Hit Factory, if the Hit Factory had hotels, you know, type type idea. True, that's the idea. I like it. And then in a in a setting like this, you know, in this rural setting, which is very peaceful, very tranquil, you know, where you can come in, just plus, you know, it's you, you know, it, it, you could smoke weed here. <laughs> it's Vermont, right? I love it. It's about the it's, experience, it's, it is. you know, and and, and you they don't you, call it the you hit on something. Not the, they don't call it the Green Mountain State for nothing. <laughs> and you know he hit on something actually that's that's really important it's it isn't all about the gear it is yeah. about the experience you can you know sometimes right. i tell people you know people have done a lot more with a lot less, less. gear you know? true. Right. so it, i think that's you guys are building your castle on rock over there you know with the way you're approaching it from just being well-rounded in every area trying yeah. to you know yep. i love that analogy yep. castle on a rock you know like that it's great, man. Well, hey, Ben, I'm going to pass you off now. We got Trevor here who's going to ask you some bizarro questions. 